everybody. This is Jordana from Drink It In. This mm -hmm. is now season four. So season four is a unique season. In this season, we are meeting all of my children, or better yet, my children are going to introduce you to me. So today we have my second child, Yochavit. And also, by the way, these series is called Behind the Drink. Get it? Behind, drink it in. Okay, so I have my second child with me today, Yocheved Holton. Yocheved, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit, tell people just a little bit of background, and then she's going to just give me these questions and I have no idea what she's going to ask me. So here we go. Okay, hi everyone. My name is Yocheved Holton. Um, I live in Brooklyn and um, I do some kind of life coaching. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> do that. Um, I'm a mom of two, under two. <laughs> oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's definitely been keeping my life busy. Um, I'm in school. I work part-time. So I'm, yeah, I'm a busy mom. Well, she has an Instagram account also. Yochavet, what's your Instagram yeah. account? Tell them. Yochavet Coaching. Yochavet Coaching. She's really good at it. Okay. <laughs> she really is. I'm telling you. Okay, Yochavet, hit me. Hit me with the All questions. Right. Okay, so my first question is, what advice would you give your younger self, like your 20s? Okay, what advice would I have given give myself in the 20s? Oh my gosh. First of all, let's you have it just tell everyone how old you are. I'm 23. Okay, so you have it's 23. Okay, and she's my second child. Um, what advice? Excellent question. What advice would I give my younger self? I probably would say to myself, who's in my twenties, I would probably say, you do not have to be perfect. I think that's something that I struggled with. I don't struggle with it as much anymore, but I definitely, something I struggled with um, and I would have loved to have overcome that struggle a lot sooner to the point where I remember one time I forgot something in the house. I was on my way to work and I was like beating myself up in my head. I can't believe Jordani forgot it, forgot it, blah, 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 blah. You know, just to like be more chilled and right. let things go and not have such high expectations of myself. On the other right. hand though, there was, a, there was a positive side to having such high expectations. I think it, it pushed me forward and it pushed me to maybe focus on my goals more and achieve and perhaps be more successful. But I guess I would have liked to have been created and achieved that success without the stress of trying right. to think that I have to be perfect at that. Right. Does that make sense a little bit? Yeah. Did I, I definitely know from my own experience of being a new mom and everything is that you think everything has to be perfect. Oh, it's your first time being mom, but you have to realize that not everything's gonna go the way you want and you just have to chill. Right, right. And, and I don't know, what was you, did I seem to be that type of mom growing up that I wanted everything perfect? Um, you can be honest. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I think you always made everything still feel relaxed, even though you wanted everything, you know, certain way, but I think everything just, you know, played out itself. Right. Well, well I think it played itself out. I, th I think, I think also it came out, if I think about just the home life in the kitchen, like, I don't know if I allowed so many people to help me in the kitchen so much because I think I'm just one. Oh, am I right? 
I was just in charge of peeling the potatoes Friday. <laughs> I think because I had in my head that it had to be done a certain way. Yeah. And, yeah. It was, and if it's not done my way, then. Yeah. Your you way know. or no way. <laughs> Your way or no way. Right. Exactly. And that's, and, and who wants, the, like, I should have been more receptive to getting help, no matter how the help came. Right. But I felt like since I was so, I wanted it perfect. I had to do it my way. Mm -hmm. very, I remember one time sitting in the kitchen once with Chai Rivka. So Chai Rivka is Yocheved's half-sister. Uh, she's my stepdaughter. And uh, she was over for Pesach, for Passover. And I remember, she, I don't know, she already had, I don't know how many kids of her own, maybe five by that time. And she's sitting in the kitchen. I remember it was in between, before the holiday was about to begin. And uh, she's just sitting there watching me. And she finally says, Jordana, please let me help. How many years already have I been your stepdaughter? You don't let me help. I'll do it even the way you want me to do it. <laughs> but for me, just to sit here is silly. So yeah. yeah I remember no. growing up when we were, whenever we had guests and I, I'm like still debating if I should implement that in my, in my own home now. Oh. <laughs> If, um, if when the guests want to help, you're like, nope, you're my guest. No helping. You have to sit down and just enjoy. <laughs> okay. I'll give you a little secret. You'll have it. Yeah. I say that. Okay. I do mean it. Yeah. I do mean it that I want them to sit and enjoy, but I'm really hoping also that they'll be so insisting of it and that they'll come in. Oh, help. I'll tell you, cause it came up, it came up. We were just away in Cleveland. Right. And, and, and I went to go help and, um, and they said, no, 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 sit, you're the guest. So then Alter Heimsvi, which is another child of mine, says, Ima, you always say that to the guests also. I said, I know, but I don't really mean it. Oh. <laughs> I want them to come really and help. But I'm saying, I mean, I mean it, but I don't mean it. I don't know how to explain yeah, yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah, understand. I mean, you should offer to help and you should really insist on helping. But really, as the host, you should right. also insist that they say, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's yeah, that's where that's like the whole that's a whole mind game all on its own. I know it's not so good. Ah, uh, okay, life, life. <laughs> hit, hit me up, Yochavid. How did I do um, with that? Okay, I did okay with that one. Yeah. So the next question is, what's the first word that comes to mind when you hear my name? Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! What's the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear Yochavid? Well, first, let's do a funny thing. The first okay. thing, when I hear the name Yochaved, I hear Yochaved, Yochaved, Yochaved. Uh -huh. I remember that was like a big deal. Should we name her Yochaved? Are people going to be able to pronounce her name Yochaved? I mean, also just an interesting story is that um, about your name, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I named you in uh, honor of my aunt, yes, my aunt Jessie, because I very much have this close connection with my aunt down in Florida and her Hebrew name is Yochaved. And my parents always told me, we have nobody to name after, then definitely uh, name someone that you admire. So I picked my aunt, Jessie, whose name, and that was always funny because you thought that your English name was Jessica yeah. or Jessie, that was a funny <laughs> one. But, and I try to explain to you, that's really not your name. But Yochavit, uh, so what do I think besides how people are gonna mispronounce your name? I guess we could also tell them what I really wanted to call you, right? That's a funny mm -hmm. thing on its own. Um, I think of determined. Mm -hmm. I think, um, hmm, a wonderful mother. 
Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. I think of, oh, I was only supposed to be crying with Adina. Why are you getting emotional now? <laughs> um, I Crazy think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I think of insightful. Mm -hmm. I think you have uh, a lot of insight. Um, I think of non-confrontational. Mm -hmm. I think of um, no nonsense. You're a no nonsense person. Those, those, those. Are, I, I think uh, definitely these are the words. I know you asked for one word, but those are. I think those are the words that come to my mind when I think of you. But now I got to ask you. Oh, okay. <laughs> when you hear Ima. <laughs> um, what comes to mind is that you're accomplishing and what you're still doing. You know, this whole podcast is like insanely cool and amazing. And I've gained so much um, inspiration from it, from all the people that you posted and even just things that you've shared from your own life. Um, so it's not too embarrassing. What? No. <laughs> go on, go on. Um, I think it's funny because I it's like you're listening to a podcast and you actually know who the person is. It's like your own mother and like they're sharing stories and you're like, oh, that's me, you know. Um, so I think that's cool. Um, what else comes to mind? Um, you are courageous. You are very brave um, for everything that you've gone through and you stand up for yourself and um you just you're just a remote a role model that i definitely look up to and i aspire to be oh thank you that's very special thank you okay enough with the emotional fest give me the next one Yochaber. so uh, <laughs> my next question is what are the challenges of being a mom of young adults now <laughs> oh the oh my gosh oh my gosh challenges of being a mom of young adults oh my gosh first of all including me, I guess. <laughs> I think, Joe, first of all, I think people need to understand that parenting never ends. Correct. That's one thing I had learned. Uh, there was um, in Parsha Vayeshev, when it says that Yaakov comes back to his land, it says Vayeshev. And then Migre Aviv, he's back and he's settled in his land of his father. And then the next Pasuk, right after that, you have the whole Yosef story and all the brothers not getting along. And I remember once reading an article by Rav Moshe Feinstein, and he said the reason why all of a sudden it hit him is because he, his view is he sat back and he relaxed. Look at my beautiful sons. I have 12 gorgeous sons, learned sons. I don't have to do anything anymore. But that's really not the case. When we're, parent, when we're parents, it never stops. I think the way we parent becomes different. And when you have um, children that are parents themselves, um, it becomes a little difficult. You got the son-in-laws. I don't have any daughter-in-laws as of yet, but I got the son-in-law. So it's really a, a learning to know your place mm -hmm. and holding your tongue. Because sometimes you definitely want to say some things and you have to keep your mouth shut at times. But yet when you do say things, you have to preface it like this is just the advice I'm giving. And, and definitely do not give advice unless it's asked. <laughs> that's I know that for um, if your child calls you up and asks for advice then give it but you have to be careful how you give it mm -hmm. um you have to give it kindly and softly and also let them know that they don't have to listen to you at all I mean children never really have to listen to their parents 
But I'm just saying, especially as a married, say this is something you might want to discuss with your husband or somebody else, you know, but, um, but you're there for advice when they want it. Right. So, but it is difficult sometimes because, you know, especially if you're an opinionated person like I am, <laughs> so, you know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta like, uh, you know, gotta curb your, uh, Mm-hmm. a little bit sometimes how do I do with it am I okay with it oh yeah you're great I'm great okay well, I guess we'd have to have Gadalia come in and tell us but yeah I think I am I'm pretty good I don't bother the son-in-law as much um mm-hmm. it's not like I'm not one of those mother-in-laws that's texting my son-in-law is 24 7 I think right Gadalia, like maybe in the past three years maybe five texts for me like <laughs> you know so I just try to really and I think it's also important that if you do have something to share. You share it with your child, mm-hmm. not with the, the in-law part. Right. Never like, even if, even if I'm going to have a daughter-in-law mentorship one day, I wouldn't give, say something to her about her child, my grandchild. I would say it first to my child and right. then share it Correct. Because, yeah. because I don't, you are, you know, all my nuances you know right. how to take what I'm saying, right? Oh, my mom's just being her mom, my mom, or right. oh, yeah, yeah. I love her no matter what. So I'll just take whatever she says with a grain of salt, but the in-law part, they don't really get our nuances. So mm-hmm. you don't want to touch that relationship. Right. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what I find challenging sometimes learning how to curb what I want to say. Yeah. My last question that's is, right. What do you want to be remembered as and for? What do I want to be remembered as and for? Yochavid, you had such amazing questions. See that? See everybody? I told you she's so insightful. <laughs> insightful. She's very deep. Well, Huva told me all her questions, so why I was like had to make sure I wasn't asking any of those questions. <laughs> okay, yeah, Huva's been uh, handling everybody. Uh, we'll meet a Huva soon enough, everybody. I want to be remembered as some someone that was able to inspire others to have a stronger connection to their relationships with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, with God, someone who could have better relationships with their friends, help and overall inspire people to have better lives, but to know that the better lives really come from a source of Torah. That's, I, I don't know where I get that from. I'm, I'm, I'm really racking my brain. I'm, try, I'm trying to understand where I have this inner love so much for Torah. I, 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 you know, people say things to me like, you know, like, oh my gosh, you work so hard. I don't work at it. It's just mm-hmm. something that I have that I just have such a passion for mm-hmm. that I just want to give over to other people so much. And I want to be remembered as that person. Um, well, you fought for so many years, so maybe that just became a part of you. I, I, I hear that. Become part of you because you always, you know, quote even the beginning of what we were when we were talking. You, you know, just quote different things and like you just know it like that. I know like that, right? I, but it's just <laughs> I just I just connect to it. But even as a young girl, I don't know if you know this, but anytime in school when we had um, parties in class, I was always asked to give the Dvartor at the party. I mean, even at a young age, I'm I'm trying to think, I don't know if it was from my older siblings as a bat mitzvah gift, they gave me my first set of books Mm -hmm. when I was 12 and they were called the Midrash Says, and I used to read it cover to cover. 
right. I just loved it. So I don't know if that, that, that sparked my, my love for everything. So I guess we have to thank Uncle Ari and Shiva and Uncle Josh, I guess, because they all chipped in, I think, to give me that gift. But I, I really don't know where it came from. So I, I think that's what I want to be remembered for. Somebody that really encompassed mm-hmm. all of that, but gave it over as well. I, I don't want to just be like, just me, myself. Right. I want to be somebody that shares it also. That's what I want to be remembered as. Somebody that shared what? I think you're doing that as oh. we speak. I'm saying, I think that's what you do all the time on your Instagram and your platform. You're right. constantly giving over um, Torah to everyone and, yeah. and personal things that you, you know, stories and things that you've gone through and happened to you. And yeah, I try. I tr- I'm trying. I'm trying. Let's hope I, I continue to do it more and more and it reaches more people. But uh, I want to thank you. I know you're a busy mom now. And even though the kids yeah. are sleeping. Yeah, they are. Thank you. Yochavet. I know it, it's I don't know if it was comfortable, not comfortable doing this, but no, but I was a little um, nervous at first. I'm like, ah, I don't want to do this. And then I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Who cares? <laughs> right. But really, anybody could also find Yochavet online. You could find her on Instagram. And um, <laughs> yeah, and like I said, she's you know, she's number two on my chain of uh, children. Yeah, and uh, happy though I just got it. You know, I did it first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The people don't know that. Yeah, correct. She's she she's my first recording, but definitely it will be aired second. But right. um, but thank you, Yochavit, for taking the time. I so appreciate it. Thank you Love you very much. Thank you. Love you too. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Drink It In, the podcast. You can find all my episodes and so much more at maverickpodcasting.com. Come connect and say hi with me on Instagram at drinkitin underscore Jordana. If you like the show, leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.